Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. NASCAR staying out west. Uh, They were in Vegas, put on a good show. Hendrick Carr is running up front, and now it's on to Phoenix. And Reed Spencer joins us uh, from NASCAR Wire Service. Reed, good to visit with you. Likewise, Steve. Good to be with you. Yeah, a good show at the Las Vegas. And this is becoming a big deal for NASCAR. I know they've been going to Vegas for a long time, but this is important for the city. It's important for the sport. Oh, there's no question about it. And, and of course, Vegas is one of the destinations as far as NASCAR fans go. And you can see that reflected in the crowd uh, that they had in the grandstands for Sunday's race when uh, Alex Bowman outdueled his teammate Kyle Larson for the win. And Kyle Larson had some trouble uh, early in this race and came back and darn near won it. Yeah, he absolutely did, and and that would have been two in a row for him. But um, you know, he chose the the top on that last restart, and you know there are people who have been questioning that decision. Uh, although he had a good pusher behind him, but, um, you know, that gave Bowman the opportunity to stay even and clear him on the inside. And, you know, Bowman just did not give up over those final two laps and ended up getting, uh, getting Larson, you know, by a good couple car lengths at the line. Reed Spencer joining us, NASCAR Wire Service, once again in Vegas. On to Phoenix next, another very popular uh, stop on the circuit. Uh, they go there twice, of course, late in the year uh, for the championship race. Uh, Reed, one thing I want to talk about, and, and it is all about the drivers and the cars. Uh, we've, we've talked about this sport coming out of COVID-19 on a real upswing. And the television ratings are really showing it. I, I saw some numbers uh, from a couple of weeks back, and you, you compare this to the NBA or the NHL or golf or whatever. Uh, NASCAR is doing very well. People are tuning in on television. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I was, um, I, you know, I was looking at the ratings earlier tonight, and the the race in Las Vegas actually outdrew the Duke Carolina basketball. Uh, game in Mike Krzyzewski's final um, game in Cameron okay. Indoor Stadium, which uh, kind of surprised me a little bit. But the Las Vegas race drew a, a very substantial share, outdrew the, the Carolina game, outdrew the NBA, as you said. And, um, you know, it, it definitely is on an upswing. I think that, at least from a fan's perspective, they are really liking what they're seeing with the new next-gen race car. 
Um, it is much harder to drive. Uh, you see them spinning out of control uh, just by pushing it a little bit over the edge where last year's car, the Gen 6 car, um, had a lot more side force, a lot more stability, um, and you could actually catch it when the back started to step out on you with these spins. Um, once it starts to go, it goes in a hurry and snaps loose. And, you know, I think the drivers are going to take a while getting used to this. Um, you know, obviously, I think these are growing pains with what you're seeing in the races uh, so far. But you had, you know, you had 12 cautions in the uh, in the Las Vegas race, too short of the racing record. You had a bunch at, uh, at Fontana the week before. And, you know, that being the case, you know, they don't have a handle on the car yet. And they are definitely harder to drive. And I think that makes for more exciting racing. Yeah, and, and showing off the skill of these drivers. And I also think another factor in all of this, and, and we've touched on this a little bit, is the emergence of new young stars. Because there, there are a lot of big names that stepped away from the sport. I mean, the Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, there is a long list of, of great championship-level drivers that have stepped away but but now we're ste- seeing the younger drivers, Chase Elliott leading the pack, very very popular. But there are other young drivers around him, and and I, and I think fans are 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 starting to warm up to these drivers and and finding new favorites, if you will. Oh, I think there's that's that, there's no question about that. I mean, we are undergoing a generational change of the guard in far as far as NASCAR is yep. concerned. I mean, in addition to Johnson and Gordon and Stewart, um, in the next few years, you're going to see Kevin Harvick step away. Eric Almarola, who's 37 years old, is leaving the sport at the end of this year. Um, you know, I think at some point you're going to see Denny Hamlin get out of the driver's seat and take more of a, an ownership role with uh, 2311 racing, you know, more full-time in that regard. Um so you're absolutely right. And, and then you had 23-year-old Austin Sendrick win the Daytona 500 right. um, in just his eighth NASCAR Cup Series race. So, uh, And you've got Harrison Burton, uh, you know, who's, who's had a rough start to the season, but he's another young driver who's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think you've got a lot of young kids that are coming up. Ross Chastain, although he isn't that young, is a relatively new face at the front of the field. And he was another guy that was in position to win the Las Vegas race had things gone right for him. So um, you definitely have new faces at the front of the field. And I think the car makes a difference in that as well because it has equalized the uh, the territory to some degree between the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, and uh, on to Phoenix, I mentioned that up next. And Phoenix is another very popular sp- uh, spot. And, and this has to be a great sign for the sport because uh, the, the clash at the Coliseum went over very well. Uh, the, the, the return to uh, Fontana and uh, really good crowds there. We already talked about Vegas. And Phoenix is, you know, another big spot for NASCAR fans because, you know, the, this early season show, a lot of people want to get out of the cold and head for Phoenix, and why not? The weather is always lovely. And, of course, it's the home of the championship race, and it is a shorter track, and that makes for exciting racing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think we're going to see some uh, 
some pretty interesting racing and, and pretty out of control racing at Phoenix, um, you know, over the weekend because, you know, it's a flat, relatively slick track. And, you know, that being the case, I think, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be an interesting race. It's, it's also one where, you know, I think you could see a surprise winner come to the front here as well. You know, Kevin Harvick has dominated that track traditionally, but since they flipped it and, and turned the track around, put the start finish line over in what, uh, you know, what used to be the, um, you know, turn, turn one, two, and now it's in three, four, um, you know, I, he hasn't had the nomination that he's had. And of course, last year didn't have the wins that he had had the year before. So, you know, I think it's pretty wide open at Phoenix, and I think we're going to see some great racing there. Yeah, it should be a great week. But uh, the signs pointing in the right direction, and I, I've been a fan of the sport for a long time, and there were some tough times, but all all things point to, you know, an, another big year for NASCAR. The fans are turning out. That's good to see. And, and I think there's a, a fair amount of cabin fever playing into it, Reed, where people – maybe haven't been going to the track and want to get out of the house. And hopefully we're going to see more, more RVs and, and more folks making a weekend out of it. No doubt about it. I mean, the, the, the COVID cabin fever fever certainly has yep. played a part, I think in, in attendance at a lot of different events, whether it's concerts or professional sports. And I think it, it certainly has benefited NASCAR because people, have been anxious to get out, get back to races, get back to uh, grandstands that are full. And you've certainly seen that in the first few weeks of the NASCAR season. This this time, starting with the clash at the Coliseum, which I think really set the perfect note for the kickoff race for the season with a younger crowd, um, you know, college students at, right there off the USC campus. And, you know, that, that sort of set the tone for – for what was to come, then you had, as it's uh, said, 23-year-old winning the the Daytona 500 in Austin Cindric, and uh, you know I, I think things have just snowballed ever since then, and and I think NASCAR's got great momentum going into Phoenix, and they don't have an off week until June. So here we go. Well, it keeps you busy. It keeps you out of trouble, right, Reed? Absolutely right. <laughs> All right. Well, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time. Absolutely, Steve. Good to be with you. All right. There he is, Reed Spencer, NASCAR Wire Service. Uh, on to Phoenix they go, but it is good to see. Uh, it, it, it's an incredible sport, and it's one of those things where you, you can't really fully appreciate it until you see a show in person, and it is extraordinary. Uh, just great live. So get to a track, uh, check it out sometime if you're able. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 